0: Well, there's a lot of moving parts to this episode because we're wrapping up the season. One of the funnest moments that I had this year with the guys is when they went to go see our good friends Natasha, Joey, Boy, and Anisha at the Morning mass, 101.5 Phoenix. And Natasha, who's a big-time fan, I think she probably considers herself Army. Took it up upon herself to do something that I think a lot of Army out there would love to do, which is to see how Jin's skin feels. And uh, here it is. I just want to play it for you. And I thought this was a really cool moment with the guys. I have to ask because you guys' skin is just
1: beautiful. What's do you guys have a skincare routine at <laughs> all? <laughs> skin skincare 하나요. 화장품 로션. Yeah, every day. Every day. Yeah, Please. my people, my skin is clean. clean. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you want to touch? You want to touch? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, weird? Weird? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? Go ahead, Natasha, go touch. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the BTS army. <laughs> How did it feel? It's clean, it's right? very, clean, it's very so clean, moisturized.
0: There you go, and you wouldn't expect anything other than that from our boy Jen. So I can't believe we almost made it through the entire season without asking this question. What is your favorite BTS song? And while you're thinking about that, here's what the guys from BTS said when we asked them that question. I love DNA. For me, fire.
1: I love Sandy P.T. Sandy P.T. Yeah, I love Save Me. okay? Illegal.
0: That's a dimple. Yeah. It's her because this is my song, and uh, I love fire. So there you go, straight from the guys, J-Hope, Choose DNA, G-Men, Serendipity, V, Save Me, J.K., Temple's Illegal, Tuga, Her, Tin Fire, and R.M. Fire. And for me, my favorite, even though I have so many songs that I really love, actually is Run, which will have significance in next season as well, but I want to hear from you guys. 1-833-STOKES-V. Call me and let me know what your favorite BTS song is and why. I want to hear straight from you guys. one 833 And before we go to New York and city Field, I just wanted to find out from the guys, was there something in the U.S. that they didn't get to do or that they want to do more of when they come back?
1: Uh, I want to go to the Usher concert. I like him. I love
0: shopping and Great. I love clothes. I want to shooting in uh,
1: America Street. Great view. Still sleep in hotel. A record in America. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. view. Uh, I want go to NBA.
0: Oh. Yeah. And I
1: want to meet our
0: fans. They are love. They are love. That's you. This is BTS ARMY in your words. So it's New York City, opening night of the Metropolitan Opera. And I think this is the perfect place to set the stage for the BTS City Field sold out show and what you guys have done to get them there. The power of music. Love, struggle, fears, happiness, joy, sadness, all found within music. And what amazing thing it is to share it with someone. And that's what's happened here. So it's been an amazing year, it's been an amazing season, and it's ended in a stadium. So I met up with Shayna Nelson, and she gave us a background of what was going on all around the stadium. Here we are at City Field. So, when you were going around with all the people who are camping out, were people from all over?
1: Yeah, it was like people from Japan, people from China, people from Korea, people from Brazil. People wow. from Puerto Rico, it was a lot. And it's like, I was great and they were all nice. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was so accommodating for everyone. That's what's
0: like. so great about this. Like, you have a stadium full of people from all over the world. Kind people, smart people, people that are gonna do great things with their lives. You Someone know?
1: told me this, like, when I was at Prudential. It's like, BTS is inspiration manifested into seven people. <laughs> they were underdogs, no so one believed in them. And a lot of people here, I think, can attest to that like a lot of people doubted us and like personally a lot of people doubted me yeah. and it's like seeing people like bts yeah. be so successful all because they believe in themselves yeah. it's like
0: it's wonderful. you can tell how personal this is for so many people when shana nelson our winner talked about people doubting her And her connection to BTS because people doubted them they overcame. And it's just a powerful lesson to anybody that's listening to this. You will have doubters. You will have haters in your life. And I had a really cool conversation with Khalid about this. I want to play this for you. If you could go back to a time in your life where you didn't know if you were going to be able to do this or not. Because there's a lot of people out there that go through challenges in life. What was the thing that got you through
1: The fact and, that got, people, and got you here? The fact that people said that I wouldn't be here was the thing that got me here. There's always somebody in your ear who, who thinks that they know your destiny, but at the end of the day, you know, we live our own lives. I live my own life, and I make my own decisions. And for someone else to try to make a decision for me, to tell me that my voice isn't fit for radio, I'm like, I'm going to show you that it is, and I mean, however you take that is however you take it. I just love just, I, everybody loves proving people wrong. To be honest, everybody loves proving people wrong. I love proving people wrong.
0: <laughs> so guys, as you're listening to this and you're hearing what Callie's saying, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Definitely. What inspired you? to be so supportive of the guys. Uh,
1: I think the the love that you get is the love that you send out into the universe. That I just, I, I've watched, I haven't been around since their debut but I've, I've been around since last year the time that i needed it the most when i was disassociating and i wasn't i wasn't knowing happiness i wasn't knowing sadness i wasn't knowing happiness i didn't i didn't know how to feel anything anymore so like when i when i found bts i i fa- i learned how to be happy again And just something that I, I i didn't i didn't realize that i was so emotionless until i found bts
0: jess talks about that relationship starting when she heard the music when she needed it the most. This episode is about your words, your relationship with your favorite act. But you need to know it cuts both ways. It's reciprocal. When I sat down with 21 Pilots, we talked about what fuels the brotherhood. Friendship, yes. Anybody who's spent time with BTS knows that there's real friendship there. But there's something deeper that fuels what they do, and it's you guys. Here's Josh from Two One Pilots talking about that. What is the power of y'all's bond together? Well, I think
2: knowing each other and being good friends is super important. Um, kind of uh, being able to be on the same page, and um, you know, in, in a way, we represent each other uh, if we're out if we're out hanging out somewhere or doing something, and um, and not only that, but we represent um a bunch of people you know we represent is a lot of fans uh and and that's i think the the a really important thing is that you know fans would keep us grounded and and who we are keep us accountable um to just try and remain good people you know um and uh and i think that's really important
0: and letting the fans know you and really get to feel like they're Part of your world. I think that is one of the things that BTS has done so well across uh, social media. And I want to talk to Meredith who addresses this how they let people into their lives. And one of the secrets of success here is being brave enough to put yourself out there. Before we start, I want to give a special shout-out to Meredith, who was such a big part of this podcast being a huge success. And a special shout-out to her dad, John. Love you, John. Uh, here's Meredith talking about one of the secrets of BTS's bond with all of you guys. Why do you think BTS, in, in the States, why do you think BTS has... has- made their way so far ahead of of other acts?
1: Well, first off, their dancing is just very, very good. I've watched other K-pop groups dance, but I just don't think there's something about them that isn't, like, the same level. I'm mm. not quite sure how to describe it. And then, uh, I think for me, second came the music. Like, listening to their music reminded me of the dancing. Mm. So then I started to like their music a lot more. And then, also, just their relationship with fans, like... They, when you hear them talk or do interviews, they are just so down to earth and they care about their fans a whole lot. Like everything they say is like, oh, well, I just wanted to give them the best concert and stuff like that. And they also have so much content where they're face to face with their fans. Like V Live gives them an opportunity to sit down and just talk and do random things like eat. And I think that's something that no other stars do here. Or if they do, it's definitely not like as often or as close or intimate.
0: Closeness, making that relationship intimate. One of the things that you find at the shows are these video vignettes of each member. And it doesn't matter where you are in the crowd. You you see these because the video screens are massive and they're so well done. During the show and during one of these videos, Shayna and I talked about it. Everything's still, the excitement is still buzzing, even while these videos are being played. I love this because all the visuals are so amazing, yeah, it's you know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so much thought yeah. is putting into it, you know? And it gives like a little bit of a break in between songs where people still like use their senses you know that they're like invested in and then they're ready to like dance again you know here we go and another act out there who really uses visuals to a huge effect and it's kind of a completely different audience um, is the rock band Muse from the UK now they're one of my favorite acts I talked to Dom from Muse about their use of visuals and they're extremely involved in this. You know the BTS guys are extremely involved in this as well, especially Jungkook, who loves the medium of film. In fact, at the end of the show, he was walking around with the camera videoing the crowd. Here's Dom talking about visuals. When when did you guys kind of realize that you had something special from a from a live performance uh, side?
2: Uh, we were just starting to kind of mess around with um early visuals on that origin symmetry tool like projection stuff
0: yeah
2: um and then yeah and then i think you know the venues were getting bigger and bigger over time and then we we got to play arenas i think maybe on the third album absolution and that was when we were really like okay look we've got to do something here the venue's bigger yeah you know in some ways we felt quite uncomfortable going into a bigger venue because we we're like you know just the three of us on stage this is gonna yeah be shit yeah you know so we you know we wanted to um at least try and make an effort to. You know, obviously, it's cheesy, but for the people in the back to feel like they're down the front. So yeah. we started incorporating, you know, video screens and visuals and like extra kind of show elements into the, into the concert yeah. that we hadn't done before. And, um, you know, the idea of putting on like it's something that looks great as well, as sounds great was something we had to do.
0: So you have these powerful images that are kind of bringing you into this new world And then what is so important we're going to go from london to korea because i think we have to go to korea to talk about the lyrics because the powerful lyrics are written in korean and of course they'll throw in english phrases here and there but the reason why these guys emerged were their lyrics these lyrics were saying something they were addressing issues that people in Korea and consequently all over the world, especially young people, were facing. So the visuals combined with these lyrics. Take music out for a second. Take visuals, lyrics. It's really powerful. Here is Sharon from Seoul, Korea, talking about what set BTS apart in the beginning and continues to do it now. This is BTS ARMY in your words. The meanings the meaning of the lyrics and how they kind of um, touch on issues that are real in nature, did that help for you kind of becoming more attached?
1: I guess they kind of melt their lyrics really good with the society's problem or issues that was going on with the 21st century. So it's really sometimes touching and uh, It had an impact on me when I first listened to their songs. It was like different from a whole K-pop songs.
0: So you got the lyrics, you got the visuals, and then of course you have the seven completely different but complementary artists that work together to make this incredible band happen. And we can't talk about that without talking about Sioux Bank, the producer. The Boss, who has been able to make these seven incredibly unique artists blend together time and time and time again in an extremely authentic way. And when I kind of look throughout the landscape of what pop act did that to this level, Only a couple stand out and One Direction stands out as the boy band that really crushed it and really made authentically great music. And I got to sit down with producer John Ryan who did so many of those One Direction albums and I was able to talk to him about how do you manage five incredibly different but great artists together to make a cohesive piece of music that then goes out to impact the world in a major way. was cool enough to sit down and talk with us not only about One Direction but about his new project with Julian Bonetta Age, Sex, Location Check out Cinnamon Girl online It is amazing and the whole project is amazing We'll be covering that in our next season But here's John talking about the process with One Direction And I think there's a lot of parallels with what seok Bang is doing with BTS What has happened with BTS is... It's not an accident. I know. These guys, they are great artists on their own. Oh yeah, I know. And that's what you had with One Direction. And how did you manage that as a producer and a songwriter? How did you manage that? The, the five different
2: uh, like artist mentality yes. of of the, of the band together.
0: Yes. yes.
2: I think at the root of it, song rules. So. Most of these were constructed, well-thought-out, lyrical, guitar, piano, like, demos Mm. that we would then produce up in, like, the style of One Direction, depending on the record. One record, they were doing arenas, and it was this vibe. The next record, they were doing stadiums. So maybe we made the drums a little bigger, and everything was a little more, like just rocky because they're going about to play stadiums all around the world so we need to like blow these songs up a little bit and make them sound a little more epic because we knew mm-hmm. they were going to go to t- stadiums so that was the first thing was making sure that the song if you just strip the song down to a guitar and a piano that it was great then it was uh, you know maybe Zane sings a high bit maybe Harry sings this bit maybe Niall sings it and it was just it was a puzzle man
1: mm.
2: we'd sort of record everybody on everything then we'd bring the boys in and we'd say hey which part do you really like? And some guys would say, "I like this part. I like this part." And it was just picking and choosing which sort of tone, because they all sounded so different. It was like cutting five, cutting five different artists on a song and having to like find the bits that worked.
0: So, obviously, K-pop means a lot to you. And right. What, why?
2: K-pop isn't just the music itself, but it's not it's the music, the artistry, the cinematography that goes into the videos, the setup, the production value when it comes to the stage and the live works. It's you know, for them it's the singing, the dance choreography. And then also it's a part of what the fans do, whether it be fans having projects for different members' birthdays and having charity events, or even fans just having events as ways of support. I mean, throughout BTS's stay in the United States, you see fans coming to each one of their events and making sure that they're supported knowing that, you know, we're very proud of you being in America, but also we're here to support you and your fans love you.
0: So what Mallory is saying is crucial. The base is built. What do you do with it? And this New York visit was such a powerful example of why these guys connect. They take that support and then they go to the U.N. And they address the United Nations. And in that address, they call for a generation to stand up. That is historic. That is using your base to change the world in a positive way. You gave them that. And then they honored your support by maximizing the potential of what we can all do together. Here is RM speaking at the United Nations.
2: I urge you to speak yourself. I like to ask all of you, what is your name? What excites you and makes your heart beat? Tell me your story. I wanna hear your voice. I wanna wanna hear your conviction. No matter who you are, where you are from, your skin color, your gender identity, just speak yourself.
0: Well, it doesn't get much more awesome than that. A United Nations speech, a sold out show at City Field, and an amazing journey. The Stokes and Friends team will be supporting the BTS. UN speech, call to action. On January 1, we are launching the Good Neighbors campaign, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. It's just three simple action points. Number one, get involved in your local community. Number two, do something good for somebody. And number three, chase your dreams. If you want to be a part of it, call me at one 786 5378 That's one 833 stokes And be on the lookout for Alicia and I's preview episode on the new season. You don't want to miss that. We give the reveal of who the acts will be, and it's going to be an epic beginning to a fantastic new season. Alicia will be with me on that. And to all of you out there, my name is Stokes Nielsen. You are my friends, and this is our podcast.
1: Westwood One's Women Want to Hear Women with me, Elena Smith. Welcome to the podcast, Leah Turner. Hi. It's really just kind of like a stamp from um, Nashville and a stamp of approval and validation of like, we see you, yeah, we see what you're doing, and we're behind it. Women Want to Hear Women with me, Elena Smith. Download it free and easy wherever you get your podcasts from the Westwood One Podcast Network.